Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right, all right. Hello, and welcome back to Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married life. If y'all only knew what we go through behind the scenes. Married life. Married life. (laughs) (laughs) And we are still enjoying each other's company. Yes, we are. Yes. Excuse me. Um, So we're still, like you said, we're still talking about enjoying each other's company. Um, This isn't, from my perspective, I don't. I'm not going to give you any scriptures. I might one or two, give you one or two scriptures. For the most part, I just want this to be, um, I'm going to use Renee's word, lighthearted. What? I'm going to give some practical advice or practical steps, practical tips that you can um, use to get through this holiday season. And because I don't want, um, people out there in the podcast land to be thinking, uh, this is my last marriage. My, excuse me, not my last marriage. This is going to be the last holiday I'm with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, new year, new husband, new year, new wife. I don't, I don't want you to go into 2021 thinking that, or even after Christmas, I'm trying to kill that mindset, that divorce, that divorce and separation uh, mentality. Yes. Or spirit, um, yes. you can make it if if you really want to. And we've yes. been saying this for you know as long as we've been doing this podcast. There's a new husband in your old husband or your current husband, mm-hmm. and there's a new wife in your current wife. Yes, I think we say it in the book too. Yeah, get the book. Get the book. Shameless plug. Get the book. His story. <laughs> Her story. God's <laughs> glory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I second those emotions. Um, actually surprised that he said he's going to keep it lighthearted because usually he come in guns a blazing no, and no. ready to let you have it no. kind of thing. And I'm the woo-woo-woo, let's move everything over person. But um, I do second that emotion about just having the mindset, the attitude, and the confidence that you can make it through whatever storm that you're going through. You can make it through whatever you're dealing with right now. You just have to, it's a choice. It's a choice. You just have to mm-hmm. make the choice yep. that, you know, you're going to enjoy your spouse and you're going to enjoy everyday living with your spouse. Yeah. You have to make that choice. And not only. Yeah, you, you make the choice that um, you're going to enjoy your spouse because that's what this um, uh, segment or subject we've been talking about for the last two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. But you have to also make the choice that you're just going to endure this season because it's it's just a season. Please hear, hear my heart. Um, it's a season. This too shall pass. And if you don't take things too seriously, it really is not the end of the world. Really, it's not. And so, not. so please, um, you've been listening to us for a while now. You've, you know, some podcasts you've listened to two, three times. And so maybe this might be a podcast you need to listen to a few times yeah. because 
I really don't want people out there to feel that in 2021, I'm I'm going to go out with a bang, so to speak. You know, I'm leaving. Um, you know, some people have already started putting the wheels in motion about where you're going to move. And I'm moving back with my mama and mm-hmm. moving, you know, with my sister, my brother. And, and that's I don't believe that's the will of God for you and for your marriage. Um, every marriage goes through its ups and downs. Um, it's like a roller coaster. But there's just some things you some seasons you just have to endure. And, you know, and if this is resonating with you, that means that God had you in mind. If you're mm -hmm. listening to this podcast and you're saying, wow, that's me. I was making these plans. I was preparing. Um, In a sense, you're preparing to fail. Um, There are five P's that I like to give my clients. And it's called, um, was called the five P's success <laughs> <laughs> and poor planning, mm-hmm. proper, excuse me, depends on how you put it. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Mm. And that stemmed from the seven P's. Um, seven some, P's. Someone, two more P's? someone in Britain created the seven P's. Ah, the British. Um, but they narrowed it down to those five, and those are the five that I like to focus on. Oh, you know what five is the number of? The number of grace. There you go. The number of grace. So proper planning prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. So plan to succeed. Don't plan to fail. Don't plan your, you know, your escape, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan your escape don't plan your escape uh, because that's not the will of God concerning you Mm -hmm. the you know you just talked about endurance a moment ago and that's one of the fruits of the spirit Uh, long suffering and which to me goes hand in hand with endurance you're going to have to endure some things God never promised us that when we get married everything was going to be us holding hands skipping through the tulips. Uh, but that's and, the image we have. That's the image that that is projected. And that's why so many, I dare say, mostly women who have this fairy tale idea of if I get married, I'm going to be complete or everything's going to be great. Learn to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. I admonish you to listen to the first two podcasts, if you didn't, where I shared um, some very transparent things that I had to do to learn to enjoy Renee. You're going to have to learn to enjoy yourself. And then once you do that, you can begin to start enjoying others. You Mm -hmm. can enjoy your spouse. You can like your spouse if you like yourself. So um, for everything we've been talking about for the last few minutes, none of it's in our notes. So that was, yeah, that was just a straight download from the Lord. And because you needed to hear that, um, whoever you Maybe out there in podcast land, but um, the Lord felt you needed to hear that. Don't like Renee said. Don't don't plan to fail. Plan to succeed. And so, please hear our heart. Um, and like I said, this wasn't in our notes, but don't go out twenty twenty thinking, "Well, I'm going to come in with a new husband or a new wife," because mm-hmm. the new husband, if you decide to get a new husband or a new wife, it's still going to be the same issues. It's still the same you. You haven't changed. Right. 
Here I go well, with another one of my sayings. The Lord <laughs> downloaded in my spirit a long time ago. And this is me being transparent. I And Doug had m- mentioned this in one of the podcasts and said, you know, sometimes he puts himself in time out or sometimes he just wants to get away from himself. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment in time where I just felt like I need to get away. God, I need to get away. I am so sick and tired of this, that, and the other. And God revealed to me, what you're trying to do is you're trying to escape yourself. Mm. But everywhere you go, there you are. Let that marinate for a second. Everywhere you go, there you are. You can't get away from you. So if you don't deal with you and the issues you have, then you are going to continue to have the same problems that you currently have. Learn to grow from what you're going through and do better. Mm-hmm. And you can have a successful, thriving marriage. Again, I didn't see um, this, us doing a podcast, us enjoying each other's company. I dare say 12, 13 years ago, we've been married 33 years. Yeah, so our 20th anniversary when we were in counseling, (laughs) if someone told us that we would be doing a podcast, that we would be in a car you know, enjoying each other's company and laughing and joking about Mm -hmm. anniversary 20. Yeah. I would have said, yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm not falling for it, but it's possible. You have to believe it. You have to have faith in it. Because for anniversary 20, we actually went to Hawaii and, you know, we've shared this story um, previously. And it's in our book. If you want the the full details. His story. Her story. God's God's glory. glory. (laughs) (laughs) We went to Hawaii for year 20 and we were arguing. We did not enjoy each other's company. No, we didn't. Did we really get the opportunity to enjoy Hawaii? Because it was beautiful. I dare say we did. There there are certainly some aspects Mm -hmm. of it that stands out to me. Um going canoeing and the things that funny mm-hmm. I did without Doug <laughs> 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 because when he goes on vacation, when he says he's on vacation, I'm he on vacation. don't want to do what they well, And I know they didn't make any, that's not good English. I don't understand the whole concept of canoeing in the ocean. I don't understand that concept. It was fun. It's fun. It, so in his mind, again, that was exercise. That's work. <laughs> it's work. <laughs> and it was work, y'all. But it was fun. And um, I would, I dare say there were moments where we let our guard down and we did enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's because we didn't overthink it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, for for there was moments. So as I reflect on our 20th anniversary, although it was not uh, a good time in our marriage, mm-hmm. it, it was one of our more turbulent yeah, times. Yeah, definitely. Uh, times of uncertainty and times of not sure we wanted to be with one another. Uh, I dare say that that was a good trip for us because now we look back on it and we reflect and we learn Mm -hmm. and we've grown. Mm -hmm. And I still appreciate the fact that we went. 
Even yeah. though there was times I want to strangle him, y'all. <laughs> there was plenty of times I wanted to strangle him, and I'm not a violent person. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm I'm all barking, no bite. <laughs> but I I think we and from looking back again, it's 13 years ago. I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it is because I paid for it. Well, we paid for it. Mm-hmm. There was no refunds, y'all. No refund. We were going. We were going, and you know, flying to Hawaii is not cheap. So I was going to. It's not enjoy. all inclusive. Yeah, Hawaii is not an inexpensive place. Yeah, so I enjoyed it, and um, like the Lord gave us, you know, a couple of weeks ago, today's problems are tomorrow's memories. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was in the previous podcast. So um, just just look back at this time. I, and I would say go through old pictures. You know what I mean? Um, when you were dating so you can rekindle or see, you know, how you and your spouse were when you were dating. If you have old pictures or old videos or things of that nature, you know, just go back to where you were and stop. Stop trying to. Um, well, let's let's jump into this week's um, topic. Or okay. this, and I was going to say sermon uh, manuscript. Oh, preach! No, preach, uh, brother, preach. Accept me for who I am. When mm. when it comes to enjoying each other's company. Um, Can I interject? Something? Yeah. Stop trying to make your spouse be someone that they're not. Stop trying to make your spouse be someone you saw on TV. Stop trying to make your spouse be someone that you know that's married to someone. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I wish my spouse did that. Or I wish my spouse was like that. No, that's not who God designed your spouse to be. So you need to get out of your head that notion of changing your spouse into this fairy tale person. Yeah. And stop trying to make your current spouse into your former spouse or your previous spouse or your previous um, boyfriend or girlfriend. Because if, you know, if your previous boyfriend or girlfriend was all that, they would be your current spouse. (laughs) True. (laughs) True. (laughs) I mean, but sometimes the enemy will just put thoughts and images. He doesn't, you know, show you the bad things that happened with your previous uh, relationships. He's just putting the, you know, the the fun times, the good times. Mm-hmm. But if those relationships are all of that, you would be married to that person right now. Right. But for some reason, you did not marry that particular person, and you decided to marry your current spouse. So accept your current spouse for who they are. You decided to marry your current spouse. Oh. You did that. So you need to make sure that you do your part to keep that marriage together. And I'm talking to the husband and I'm talking to the wife. Mm -hmm. Because we always hear the Lord told me this is my spouse. The Lord told me. The Lord told me. Yeah. So either. So who's a liar? We know the Bible says that God cannot lie. So either you lied when you said God told you. Uh Or. You lied <laughs> when you well, said God, God I told lie. you. Exactly. 
I mean, we so laughing. Did you I'm laughing. Hear from the Lord, or did you hear from the Lord? Yeah. Which so, one is it? Right. And I'm not trying to minimize your or minim- marginalize your situation that you're going through. But again, I just wanted to give some practical tips, advice to get through the holidays. And one of the things, you know, that I felt like the Lord gave me is, you know, acceptance. Accept your spouse for who they are. Mm. Um, I'm not saying, and now I'll talk about me. I'm not saying that I won't change because Lord knows I've changed in the 33 years we've been married um, or improve. But you have to um, accept the fact that I'm a work in progress. It um, Change doesn't happen overnight. And we talked last week or the week before about, you know, nagging and complaining. Nagging and complaining doesn't help anything. You know, as we stated last week, children of Israel, they complained and it took them 40 years to make a two week trip. And so um, stop nagging, stop complaining and accept your spouse for who they are. If your spouse, you know, generally runs late, accept the fact that they run late. (laughs) (laughs) Just accept that fact. And you keep saying accept. And doesn't it say in the marriage vows, um, Doug, do you, is it do you accept or do you take? Do you take? Do you take? Yeah. But doesn't that mean the same thing? You accept yeah. this person as your spouse? Yeah. But, you know, when people get married, they always think they're going to change. Change mm. your mom. I'll change him. I'll change her. And when you realize, no, you ain't going to change him. Mm-mm. You ain't going to change him. And so um, one of the things we've talked about previously, and again, this is for um, single people right now, you can marry the wrong person and live in hell, or you can marry the right person at the wrong time and live in hell. So one of the things, be very careful about who you marry. Like we, we would just mean the right person at the wrong time. Yeah. Okay, you, you can marry. You reverse. It's, I think you reversed it. Okay, you can marry the right person at the wrong at the time. Wrong time. Yeah. Yes. Timing is everything. And so if you if you are single, um, don't be in such a rush to get married by this time next year. I'm gonna be married, and we're gonna be living here, and da 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 da, and we're gonna bring in 2021. You know, Christmas 2021 is gonna be new house, new husband. You know, you got all these images in your head. And if it don't pan out by September or October, and then you start whoever come around, well, you the one, you the one, because I got to get married by December. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> be, <laughs> be careful about that. And, you know, if you're married right now, again, my word to you is endure. Endure the season and accept your spouse for who they are. Also accept the fact that you can't change your spouse. Stop trying to change your spouse. The only person you can change is you. Yes. You can start by looking at the man in the mirror and make a change. There's an old saying. I'm full of them today, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know that that sounds funny. Um, Be the change you wish to see. So if you want something to change in your marriage, start with your. It should Mm -hmm. start with you. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I thought you was gonna keep going. No, okay. that, that's that's all I got yeah. right now. Because <laughs> you can't you can't change anybody. You can't. It, it is imp- I ain't gonna say impossible, but um, it's gonna be hard to maintain. You know, changing somebody because they may change or they may do something once or twice. You know, just because you've been nagging them or complaining, but they're gonna revert back to who they they who they are, their default setting, and so then you're going to get frustrated and just accept them, accept your spouse for who they are. And you'll, you'll understand it'll, it'll alleviate stress, um, confusion, strife. And you, you may actually get a chuckle out of a couple of things mm-hmm. because you don't take things so seriously. And if you've ever been around a couple that's been married a long time, um, I want to say 20, 25, 30 years, somewhere in, 20 years and up, um, you can see a, a godly couple. You can see that they've learned to accept each other for who they are. If you've ever been in their presence, you know, where they kind of let their guard down, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just, you know, that's just this person. That's just John saying that. That's, you know, Sandra saying that, you know, or they may just ignore when, when Sandra start talking, you see John ignore. It's like, oh, she's just talking. You know, <laughs> we we all have quirks. And so you you have to accept and and I've seen this in countless couples that have been godly couples that have been married a long time. You don't fight every battle. You accept people for who they are. Because life brings enough battles as it is where I'm not trying to uh fight you, Renee, over who you are and how God made you. Who you are is who you are. And I, I've learned to accept that. Some things I wish I could change. And I'm pretty sure there's some things about me you wish you could change. Oh, no. Mm. Um, oh, you're fine no. just the way you are, You are dear. fine and you are pretty and you are. <laughs> you is kind, you is smart, and you is important. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like you said, if you want if you want to see change, be change, start with yourself. Yes. It, be the change you wish be to see. Be the change you want to see because... Truth be told, you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. And I know nobody's ever told you this. And I'm just telling you this because I love you. You're not perfect. You know, and one of. He's not talking to me, y'all. No, He's no. talking to y'all. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> or either he's trying to play it off like he's talking to y'all, but he's really talking, talking to me. <laughs> I'm talking to the people who are listening to me. Mm, I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Remember, I know I know you'll remember this because you like a different world. So um, TV show, late 80s, early 90s. One of my favorite TV shows. Yes, I wasn't going to say that, but was. So Whitley and Dwayne get married. And there's an episode where Whitley wakes up before Dwayne and she brushes her teeth and does some stuff to her face. And by the time her husband wakes up, you know, she doesn't have morning breath or anything like that. And he's like, babe, you know, how do you do this? Your and- breath smells like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode well. <laughs> he's like, it's amazing to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I'm just trying to tell you, you see, you're trying to put on a persona. You're trying to put up a facade and you can't do that. And I'm not saying don't brush your teeth in the morning. That's not what I'm saying. Brush, gargle. You know, we all got morning breath. But that that's my point, really, is that. Is that you, we all have morning breath? Yeah, if you don't brush your teeth, you have morning <laughs> breath. Or when you wake up, you have morning breath. Everybody has it. And so 
we're not perfect. We don't just, you know, and again, the Instagram, the social media, they'll give you the image if you allow it to, that people are perfect. People are not perfect. So are you saying it is okay for our spouses to see our imperfections? Yes. And we should still enjoy them? Yes. In their imperfect state? Yes. Because you are imperfect yourself. That's what marriage is, is two imperfect people living out a perfect union that God created. God Mm -hmm. created marriage. Marriage is perfect. But you got two imperfect people trying to do live out something that's been perfectly created. And so you have to, in my my opinion, you have to laugh. You cannot take this stuff too serious. Yes. And I want to put a plug in right here. What he he's not saying it's okay to walk around in your curlers. No. Walk around with that face mask oh, on. Good God. No. Walk around in that big old sweatshirt. I had to throw away a sweatshirt. Y'all was my favorite sweatshirt. <laughs> he did not like that sweatshirt because <laughs> it was just raggedy and it was so comfortable. But <laughs> I digress. Um, that's not what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But what he is saying is that you have to learn to accept each other for the way they are. Should you try and improve? Yes, we all strive to improve and get better every day. Yeah. Something we should all look to do and not look to change someone else to do better, be better, look better, mm-hmm. sound better, act better. That's for us to do. And then the rest will come. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not perfect. Stop trying to act like you're perfect. Stop. And I don't know if you're newlyweds. I don't know how long you can keep it up. But at some point, you know. The mask will come off eventually. Yeah, at some point. Because if you've ever been around your spouse and they, they're they not, um, and they're sick or they're ill. And, you know, that's the true person right there. I mean, it's like, ooh, you know, no makeup, no anything. It's like, oh, good God. This is who I married. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah. So don't accept people for who you are. Accept people for who they are. Uh, accept your spouse for who they are. And last week we talked about the joy of the Lord is my strength. Last week or the week before that. And so one of the things the Lord gave me, um, in my time this week was, uh, you can because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I think that's in Nehemiah. 8 and 11 or somewhere of some in Nehemiah. I'll put you in Nehemiah. You can find the book, chapter and verse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can have or you can get joy from someone or somewhere or something else, but it won't give you strength. So the scripture is saying the joy of the Lord is my strength, with the implication being that you can get joy from other places, but it won't give you strength. And coming back to endurance, that's why you don't feel like you can endure because you're putting your joy in natural things, whether it's your car, your bank account, your job, your career, whatever it may be. You're trying to get joy from things that don't give you strength. And there's no way you're going to fight a spiritual battle in natural strength. It just doesn't happen. It, it can't do it. Not at all. So, uh, again, joy, 
cars, I I like cars just as much as the next person. The nice house, God bless you. You have a nice house. You beautiful house, nice neighborhood. People would literally kill to live where you're living. But do you have any strength to endure the season you're in right now? And if you don't have any strength, I dare say to you is because you don't have the joy of the Lord. And to come back to something you were saying a couple of weeks ago, Renee, was that comes from prayer. That comes from spending time with the Lord. That comes from being intimate with the Lord. Right. And you got to prioritize because you got everything out of whack. And, you know, I know a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, I know time is time is a a messed up thing right now because we all home and we're not going anywhere. But I remember I had my priorities out of whack when it came to, you know, doing things. And I wasn't I didn't have the Lord first in my day, my daily routine. I was doing other things, going to get gas and trying to do other things. And the Lord checked me on that, told me, you know, you got to put me first. And so um, one of the things during this pandemic um, is that I've definitely prioritized first things first in the morning. I spend my time with the Lord because I get my strength. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I don't I'm, I'm not trying to preach to anybody. I'm just trying to help you. Um, understand that to in, to enjoy your spouse and to not nag and complain, you need to spend time with the Lord because that's where you get the joy of the Lord because it is your strength. Yes, Nehemiah 8 and 10. Nehemiah 8 and 10, I got you in the book. And so um, last week you talked about in Psalm, you was like, joy of the Lord is my strength. You said it's in Psalm, but Psalm 28 and 7 um, talks about um, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. And with him, my song and with my song, I praise him. So it's not necessarily the joy of the Lord is my strength, but you was, you was in there. Yeah, I knew, I knew in Psalm somewhere it talked about the Lord <laughs> is my strength. So another thing that we have for enjoying each other's company is understanding boundaries. All right. So everybody needs boundaries. I mean, natural, physical boundaries, spiritual boundaries, whether it's in the words you say or your deeds or your actions, there needs to be some lines you don't cross for um, your spouse, for each other. So that way you can enjoy each other's camp, each other's company, understanding um, what buttons or what phrases or words you can say to just, you know, push somebody off in the wrong way, but there just needs to be, you have to understand boundaries. And I would say communicate to each other if you're having a bad day or a bad moment and then allow your spouse to have some space. Again, I'm still talking about enjoying each other's company, but there needs to be some boundaries. You can't always be up on each other. There needs to be some separation at some point in time. You know, and then let them talk about it when they're ready to talk and not when you're ready. If they're having a bad day or a bad moment, Kim's like, oh, you ready to talk? You want to talk? <laughs> let them let them come to you and, you know, they will share their heart. And when they share their heart, you know, don't, you know, go off on them. Or you shouldn't feel like that. or You shouldn't think like that. They're sharing with you. 
again, join each other's company. So, um, okay. I'm getting the sign to wrap it up. So you're not getting a sign from me, not at all, not at all. But um, I I would dare say, um, like I just said, enjoy each other's company. It you know boundaries. There needs to be boundaries. Understanding, no one wants to be up under somebody all the time, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. You know, it's just not possible, and it's not practical. I would I would like to add before we conclude this week's podcast, won't you just write down the things that you enjoy about your spouse? Let them know that I enjoy when we hold hands, because sometimes there are certain things that you enjoy that don't cost anything um, that doesn't take a whole lot of effort, a whole lot of energy and we become complacent Mm -hmm. and we just stop doing stuff that we normally or we used to do and let your spouse know, you know, I used to enjoy when you held my hand, when we walked down the street, I enjoy when you whisper in my ear. I like when you rub me on my back, that helps me to enjoy our time together. You should make a list of those things and let your spouse know those are the things that you enjoy Stop focusing on the negative. Stop focusing on the things that you don't like. Because the enemy, like Doug said earlier, he'll magnify those things and it'll overshadow the good qualities and the good things that you do enjoy. So why don't you focus on enjoying uh, writing down what you do enjoy and expressing that to your spouse and letting them know, I enjoy when, I enjoy spending time together when we do X, Y, Z, and then try to begin to incorporate some of those things in your activity. And I know COVID has limited some of those things, but get creative. We all have to find ways to make it work. Mm -hmm. And so find a way to make it work. Nothing works unless you do. You're going to have to put in that work. And so when you were talking about find creative ways, this is Something Lord gave me when you were talking that when you when when the two of you were dating before you got married, before you got saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, when you were dating and you spent the night at each other's place, you would wear your future husband's shirt. And he used to enjoy that. Why would you stop? Now that you're married, you don't wear his shirts anymore. You don't walk around in his shirts. And that used to be something that both of you enjoyed doing. You used to enjoy wearing his shirt because he had his cologne on it and you would, you know, smell him and so on and so forth. And he liked seeing you in his shirts, but then you get married and you stop. Who, why you stop? Who, why you stop doing that? And again, this doesn't cost any money. This is just going back to what you were doing before, you know, before, even before you got married. So, um, enjoy each other's company. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just enjoy. And no, no divorce, no separation. We bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. I come against it. You will have a long, healthy marriage. I believe that. And I confess it. And I speak it out in podcast land, whoever it may be. 20, 30, 40 years. No divorce. Divorce is not an option. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. 
Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.